Yay. Dude, there's uh-huh. a beautiful section of that where I forgot I'm not wearing my my glasses, and I went like this to adjust, and I went. is everybody okay i mean when cole went to go and test that microphone and he pulled the entire room into our faces it did not feel good like legit when he grabbed his microphone the whole table moved my microphone just hit me in the nose he he just went nagano on the ground a whole experience do you want a reconstruction for the camera Dude, no, like, like it was absolutely insane the amount of force that you used. And then when you went and dug through my marketing fridge to find a drink, apparently when you threw the fridge door open, drinks fell out. Yeah, you'll have to bring that up with Tyler. I genuinely startled him. He jumped in because he had his headphones on and he was just like, what was that? Is just, well, does your new facial hair that you've been trying to grow? Does that like I don't, give I don't you the powers the to open hair. up it's, a door? It's only He's become one Samson. more day, and then I can shave it off. It's, so, it's no shave okay. November. Is it? Is this really a month? Did you not shave it all this month? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I don't have to answer that, but no, I have not shaved this month. <laughs> he actually hasn't shaved for the past. Bro, six I months. look like that after like. <laughs> A day and a half. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a little baby face, but at least I can grow a better beard than Azure. It's true. <laughs> Azure's beard. You know what, sucks. Cole? I see a little bit of stubble down here. It looks Whatever. like you did shave. <laughs> I didn't shave. No, there's there is clearly fresh cut I, he, hair he's down been there. Doing some I, will, I will deny mm-hmm. every every accusation. Mm. He's been shaving just his chin. I plead the fifth. So why have you been doing no I shave November? Oh, um, because of Tanner. Tanner dared yeah. you, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I actually, I had a nightmare the other night uh, up in Idaho. I was there for Thanksgiving, and I woke up in a cold sweat because I had shaved in my dream, (laughs) and I came in, and Tanner was furious. So, like, do you get anything out of this, or is this just, whoa? Just his love and affection. Hmm. Words of affirmation. Yeah. It reminds me of that episode on The Office when they are doing No Shave November, and uh, Toby comes by, and he's like, smile if you love men's prostates. (laughs) <laughs> so and why did we all smile in this room <laughs> oh gosh dylan. sorry my yeah. bad my dylan bad. are you also doing no shave november yeah well i started like halfway through and i just let the neck <laughs> grow in <laughs> nice so. well by the time that this episode drops it's going to be december 8th so um wow <laughs> merry so christmas Cole's everybody so cole, cole will still be uh yeah cole I will, will be probably shaved be up fresh clean shaven and look like a 12 year old once again yeah i i think facial hair is disgusting Hmm. to be quite honest Hmm. yeah (laughs) i do not like it shut up about my flavor saver (laughs) (laughs) that's the worst part is i can still taste dinner no you cannot that is not a mustache dude dude i had that mustache when i was 13 little flex of food does this show up on the can does his mustache show up on camera i mean that is the bad part is what we're talking about you probably cannot see this are you able to zoom cole look at my cole's facial hair is like that invisible writing you have to have like a black light up to it real close to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> that is so. Yeah, it's Cole, have you washed your face in a while? <laughs> Cole just went and rolled through a little bit of dirt. <laughs> well, if you're Jeremy, what's that phrase he says? You need a cat to come and lick that off. Something. <laughs> I've like never that. heard him say that, but you. I've never been in tech support. Jer- Jeremy's gonna watch this and be like, "I did not say that." <laughs> that is so oh, gosh. Like that was way taken out of context. <laughs> well, as you can see we have the inside sales team with us once again you can probably uh well i mean every time that we've ever had the inside sales 
roast him on it. It always ends up being a roast coal session. So it does, doesn't it's a it? a fun time. He's taking the heat off of my hairline, so thanks, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Last time you were on, did you have the shaved head? I did, but it was covered by a hat. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it seems, yeah, you're always wearing a hat. But now, like, I actually realized that, like, in the last bunch of episodes, I've been wearing this hat, too. And it just so happens to be that on days when we film Big Access Podcasts, I'm wearing a hat. So I do like hats, though. I, I am always, hats. like, every weekend I'm wearing a hat. About half the time here at work I'm wearing a hat. I love them. I have 43 hats. Whoa. The fact that you have counted your hats, that's insane. That's, that's crazy. Well, yeah. have, have we told you what we were going to do for inside sales? We were going to do PSM of the month. I know. I created that graphic for you guys. For the hat? Yeah. Yeah. So we were going to do a, a big cowboy hat that we could wear around all month if we're PSM of the month. But then Sean spent your entire budget on food. On food. And well, now- and Cole, Cole kept arguing for the RB style hat. He wanted the big tall one. And I was like, let's just do like, you know, I, a cool I was actually arguing for like an Abraham Lincoln hat. Yeah. <laughs> Something a little classier. Yeah. You have to like balance it on yeah. your head. <laughs> is the reason why you don't have this hat because Sean blew your entire budget? Almost certainly. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard anything about it in about a month. Hmm. Yeah. Sean's not here. Sean is not here because he's burning more of your budget. He's yeah. actually at a he's at a trade show right now well, in Vegas, no less. And yeah. see, it's a he's, marijuana he's actually show. doing. You know, he's actually using his travel budget for travel. Ooh, wow! <laughs> what? So kind of crazy. But yeah, he is he is at a show called MJ BizCon. It is a show that we are uh, exhibiting at. It is for the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah, what cannabis MJ is blowing up big, yeah. uh, and they need access control and. They love PDK for a bunch of different scenarios. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so we're excited about that. You know, we've done case studies on uh, cannabis facilities. Uh, we've done end user material on it. There's all sorts of stuff out there for it. It's a huge business right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and today we are going to actually talk about different businesses that Access Control is blowing up in and how you guys help our customers build out the perfect systems for uh, for those applications. So. Uh, you know, cannabis is one. Other other types of industries that are blowing up really big right now with access control are like MDUs, so multi-dwelling units, uh, businesses that have multiple locations, businesses that are small to medium-sized. Um, I mean, there's there's all sorts of stuff, right? Education is another really big one. That's, that's a big one. Is uh, getting tons of grants. And so let's talk about those. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, what I've seen a lot of in, in my area, and I cover everything a, a little more Western, so it's probably not quite the high rises like Dylan might have with New York and uh, literally all the big cities in the U.S. Um, but what I see a lot of is churches, schools, multifamily, quite a lot of those, a lot of marijuana um, uh, facilities. So uh, those are what I see the most commonly. They're They're usually about... I don't know, six to 12 doors. Okay. Dylan, what do you usually see in your territory? So I see a, a mix because I, I cover a little bit of the South. I'm coming, coming down to like West Virginia and Kentucky and then up through New York. And up through New York, you're going to see a lot of cases where you're using our Ox 8 panel for elevators or, or door position sensors for your door monitoring. And then South, you'll see your, your bigger office regions or warehouses where you're utilizing more of our wireless systems. And that's what's so cool about the PDK system. It's so customizable. So there's so many use case scenarios. You can centralize everything. You can spread everything out. You can start small. You can grow it. It's it's incredibly customizable. Yeah. Azure, what do you see down in the Tola area? Um, 
a lot of commercial. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people calling for like storage, um, but mainly like oceanfront mm. pools, pool gates, um, just kind of like big clubs. Yeah, I've been finding down that region. Nice. So, so there is a lot of different applications that PDK can be installed in. And that's actually one of the big things that we're working on as a marketing team is putting together material for each type of vertical that we are in. And so you're going to be seeing all sorts of different case studies coming out this next year uh, that talk about all the different type of applications. And so whenever you guys as partners go out there and you are looking for these applications, uh, it's we here at PDK have a really cool resource for you guys to help you guys make sure that everything is put together correctly because obviously you guys want all the right parts you want all the right components to make it where the system works really well together and we have our sales team here that is really good uh we all of our outside guys all of our regional sales directors and regional sales managers and our rep firms that we work with they're all out in the field but here in-house we've got our fantastic inside team and uh they work with a lot of you guys and they help put together the perfect job so Let's start with Cole. Cole, so how do you go about building the perfect application and making sure that your dealers have the right components ready uh, to go for the job? Well, so we have a, a cool thing. If you guys don't have the cheat sheet yet, I, I encourage you to reach out and get that from us. But it, we, we can break it down into a few components, right? We've got the, the cloud node, the head end unit, which you have to have on a site-by-site -site basis. Um, you need to have one of those. And we've got controllers, which is where most of the customizability, I think, comes in because you can mix and match these different size controllers to fit whatever the application is. Uh, we, we've got really large controllers like the Red 8 or the Red Max, or you can even use the Altronics Trove, uh, which covers these really uh, mostly new buildings where everything's centralized. Maybe if they had existing access control, it's, it's all already centralized. But... Uh, if, if you have, say, a historic building or maybe something made out of brick or mortar, something where you can't really run wires through the walls, it's it's incredibly convenient to have like a red one, a red two, a red four, something that you can kind of spread out either using Ethernet, PoE, wireless, whatever the case is. And then we've got readers, um, which are just as diverse as the controllers. You've got Bluetooth readers with uh, either the red or the touch I.O., We've got ruggedized, we've got standard, we've got actually quite a few ruggedized. We've got the ruggedized series, then we've got the RDR PB. Um, I think even the RDR QR is pretty ruggedized. So yeah. uh, any of those options, and then you just get credentials and peripherals, and that's it. So if you just break it down into categories, it's much easier rather than just approaching it and getting overwhelmed um, by, oh, what do I use here? What do I use there? Let's break it down. You need a cloud node, you need a controller, you need readers, you need credentials. Maybe you need peripherals too. But if you break it down that way, I find it's pretty easy to build out a site. That's awesome. Uh, Dylan, if somebody were to call in and say, hey, I do have this high rise that, you know, we need access control. How do you start the conversation on doing all the discovery to make sure that they are getting the right stuff? Yeah, we're first going to talk about how many readers they're going to need for the elevators, how many floors they're going to need, and then we can customize it from there. So if it's a small floor plan, then we can start with an Aux 8, or we can get an ARM Max and ex if there's a lot of floors and expand it with expansion panels if they have a lot of readers and a lot of uh, <clears throat> floor relays. So that way they're getting everything in one trove and keeping it nice and organized, but for the smaller systems we can keep it small and and compact for them as well. Um, another cool thing is a lot of these dealers will send in blueprints and show these floor plans where I can see the elevator relays and then customize it 
a lot of them come in with a bill of materials they already have and then we just make some slight adjustments as well which is really nice our dealers are incredibly smart and know what they're doing too i completely agree with that for sure azure with the outdoor applications what kind of weird questions do you usually get about that and how do you help them with those um it's like especially like with the pool like you always kind of find out where's the cloud node like how big is the facility where's the cloud go- node going to be and then with the pool gates is there you know stuff run to it what kind of you know stuff we need for that so there's lots of different like a lot of different applications that you can have um, but there's just a lot of what we do is just kind of like asking questions how many doors you know um, is it all centralized you know finding out is it all you know together just kind of finding out exactly what we need to do on our end to be able to just kind of give them the right bill of material but for the most part sometimes they'll send me like a like a overhead picture of the facility and yeah. it's like okay well how many feet from this gate to this gate and just kind of finding out all those fine details is uh but those pictures that they send is is pretty spot on so that's really helpful yeah that's way cool mm-hmm. another really cool resource that we've got out there with each one of our uh reps like the contracted rep firms that we work with or each one of our uh, regional sales directors that is out there in the field they can also go out and do these job walks and be able to perform you know range tests they can go out and see okay this is this is the construction of the building so we recommend doing different things like this uh, so there's definitely the resources out there to make sure that you guys are installing the correct equipment and uh, cole i like that you brought up that cheat sheet that cheat sheet has that been a pretty useful handy oh, tool yeah. it's coming clutch it's been awesome um, because it, it breaks it down into those categories, makes it very manageable, um, shows you exactly what you need. If you get this piece of equipment, you will need this in association with that to make it work. And it even has some notes underneath some of them, like, hey, if you're using 12-volt hardware, tie it directly into the board. If you're using 24 volts, use a dry contact as, as opposed to a wet contact from our boards. Um, so it has some really good info on it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, other resources that we've got readily available are for our partners, making sure they've got the right stuff, and is uh, some of these videos that we've been putting out. Uh, we're, we're in the middle of slowly releasing uh, these product discovery videos that goes over in-depth information about each one of our products. You know, we've got in our LMS and our training uh, certification course, we go over really in-depth on everything, but we do have other products out there that we want to make sure that you guys are familiar with. And Cole here, he's the one who actually features uh he's featured in those videos talking all about those products so be sure to go and check those out one thing that i just thought of cole Mm. you know we've been a little busy over here on the marketing side prepping for some other stuff that's coming up and so we haven't been able to film one of those discovery series lately yeah and i'm really glad that we didn't have to film one in november because that facial hair would have ruined the video. I would have had. To, I would have made you go home and shave, and then Tanner would have been very mad at you, and then you would have mind. said, "Well, oh, Brock made me do it," and so then Tanner would go and yeah. be mad at me. He'd probably tell my mom, and I'd get in trouble. It would have been a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it still is a hot mess. It's it's not just rhetorical. Like this is a hot mess. Are, are you at the itchy stage? everything's itchy and it's disgusting i I don't i don't like any of it okay i want to be very clear i understand it looks like absolute garbage cool as long as everybody knows that as long as we're all on the same page right (laughs) will never happen again i promise nice (laughs) till next november till next november i don't and then chops are going to come in harder he's going to start looking like civil war style (laughs) like 
<laughs> just just connect the mustache and the chops. <laughs> Be great, Cole. Oh no, no, you no, you no. can do this. Um, anyways, so guys, how do how do our partners get a hold of you guys to be able to help out with building these perfect systems? They can either give uh, their rep a call if they have their direct number, or if you just call into the main line, 801-317-8802, we're option one. Option one. Easy peasy. Just uh, dial extension one, and and we'll help you. Even if you're a new partner, we're happy to to help you on board and build out a bill of materials. That's that's very commonly what I do. Just somebody picks up our stuff from ADI. They're like, hey, we need a, a bill of materials, and we need help specking out this job site for the customer. We just help them out with their first install. And it's usually pretty intuitive, so they can, uh, They, I find as more time goes on, people call in less and less because they, they get their feet under them, and they, they start to really understand how everything interacts. You know, I think that's another testament about what PDK is all about, right? We we always say, yeah, we're about simplicity. We're about making it very user-friendly. We're all about making it so that somebody who has not had experience with access control in the past can just get in there and feel like they are an access control expert. That comes from the software side of things. It comes from the hardware. And you talking about, hey, you know, let's let's build out this platform. Let's build out the perfect system for you guys. Suddenly, it becomes very, very simple and easy because it really is, right? When you look at the cheat sheet, there's not a lot to it. It's just basically like, hey, how many readers do you need? Okay, here's the controller for you. It's very simple and intuitive to build out a system. And so you not hearing from these customers on getting design requests and needing help building these systems after you do the first you know, one or two systems, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Usually the most complex sites are just the bigger ones where we just have to coordinate which IDFs and MDFs are going to centralize all the equipment in and, and maybe discuss to some degree the, the network. But outside of that, yeah. Nice. Nice, nice. Well, I like it, guys. So be sure to reach out to these guys if you have any questions on an upcoming job. They are going to be there to help you. Also, reach out to whoever your preferred sales contact is. I guess not your preferred sales contact, but your actual sales contact. Actual. If, you, if you're doing a preferred sales contact, Nicole wouldn't have a job. Um, <laughs> so, roast Cole session. Um, <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave it a five-star rating, subscribe to it, and then let us know if there's anything in particular that you are looking to learn. But thank you guys for joining we love having you you guys on thank you we will see you guys next week